Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of Magic with Zuby. My name is Zuby and if you're brand new to this show, the show's all about a little one-on card game called Magic the Gathering. So on today's episode, we brought on none other than JD, who is a Twitch streamer who primarily plays Magic Arena, but does play some EDH. We've tried to get him on the a stream to play some EDH, but the first time we did, we had a little bit of issues there, but we are going to be trying again. So we interviewed him and brought him on and had a great time talking with him about pretty much anything and everything magic related or otherwise. And before we get into that interview, uh, let's get some announcements out of the way. Uh, this podcast can be found on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, and Spotify. And you can support us by checking out the show's Patreon at patreon.com slash And you can reach out to me via Twitter at Magic with Zuby on Instagram at magic underscore with underscore Zuby. And you can email me with any questions you may have at mtgzuby at gmail.com. And here are two quick little ads and we will get on with the interview well hey there zoe why the long face there chum i just want to order some magic cards but the shipping was too expensive too expensive well did you know if you go to legitmtg.com you can order any magic cards and anything over two dollars or more has free shipping wow free shipping at legitmtg.com that's amazing you heard that right zoe Free shipping at LegitMTG.com with any order over $2 or more. Be sure to visit today and get the best deal on Magic Singles and Magic Sealed product available. Wow, that's amazing! And that is how you beat the latest standard meta with Abzan. Ugh, it feels like there's no magic content out there for someone like me. Someone who doesn't want to be competitive. Someone who is... Who is... Anormie? Yeah, exactly! Anormie! Well, have I got the show for you, the all-new Magic Phenomie show! Hi, I'm Pixie. And I'm Zuby. Together, we host the all-new Magic, magic for, for normies. normies! It is the Magic the Gathering show for all your normie needs. We don't care what deck got into the top eight or what deck is winning, we care about having fun playing magic. That's right, Pixie. You can watch us on Pixie's Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash pixiekittenplays and catch the VOD on our YouTube channel, Pixie Kitten Plays. If audio is your thing, you can find episodes on the Magic Wazubi RSS feed. Magic for normies. All right, so here we are live. Uh, well, we're not really live. It's recorded uh, here with JD. Uh, he is a... <laughs> Uh, he is a Magic Arena streamer. You've been streaming for how long now? Oh, it feels like forever. I think on this new account, I've been streaming on it for about four years. I used to do a team thing. We did a 24-hour stream where it was um, several people, and they logged onto the, the channel, and they streamed. Yeah. Um, it was like me, Jamie, Jamie Topples, um, Eli Cassis was on the team um kane daily it was a pretty pretty big uh team of just streamers and oh, nice. magic players yeah and so uh i brought you on the show today to really discuss about who you are and uh introduce you to my community and all that stuff and i i was actually introduced to you uh from pixie kitten yeah uh, pixie's awesome yeah she she's great uh see yeah and she she gets enough shout outs on my on my shows here. She's <laughs> this is the first time for me to be on your show. So I'm gonna shout out to Pixie. She no, no. My my early access uh 
uh, graphic for me. She's awesome. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's I, I love her. She's um. I've known her, God, for I think pretty much since she started doing magic content creation and all that. She was on um our defunct Ten Street Hooligans podcast show, and now we're doing Magic for Normies. Um, okay. And um, she's just a great person. So yeah, she introduced me to you, and I I, I will be honest. Um. Since there's like so many magic content creators out there nowadays, mm. I have like no idea who's who anymore. Oh yeah, I can't I can't keep up either. With just the amount of magic arena streamers. So when she usually if she tells me to check someone out, I have a most of the time it's gonna be okay, this is someone worth checking out then. Because I'll just be honest there. There's a lot of arena streamers, a lot of YouTubers <laughs> out there that are just Let's just put it fucking boring. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> or, 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 they're, or they do it for like two months and then they're gone. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. The the pandemic definitely brought a lot of um, uh, streamers to. Oh, yeah. The platform. Oh, yeah, for sure. But so also the MPL prior to that. And, you know, the the MPL. What? What's that? I don't even know oh, what that is anymore. No, no, I, I know what it is. It's yeah. <laughs> it's like streamers. No, it, it's more like um, it's more like it, as far as magic competitive play is. Who the fuck even know what's going on with it anymore? It's, yeah, I, I don't know who the rival people are anymore. I don't know who's. I can't keep up. I I just yeah. like I just play and have fun, and most of the time I used to travel to like SCG events and GPS and um, because I've been playing I've been playing Magic now since '96. Oh, I, oh, that's the same year I started too. Yeah, I say it's for the I say it's for the win. Uh, Urza Saga for me. Okay, yeah, Urza Saga. So I say Ice Age, although Ice Age came out like ninety, like prior to that. Yeah. Because my mom's boss is who like handed me my my first set of Magic cards. So I was playing mm-hmm. with like his 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 like Beta and Alpha cards, and oh, me nice. and him, his daughter, and um, so uh. Ice Age is really where I bought my first pack, so that's why oh, I, nice. I say Ice Age because I remember going to like the uh, store next to the school, and that's where I bought my first pack. And then oh, nice. Homelands. Ugh, well, I don't know what was wrong with me buying Homelands packs, but <laughs> the the store that I went and bought Magic cards at, they only had Urza Saga, and that was it. They didn't have anything else, and it, it was a sports card shop, so they had one small little display for Magic, and that was it. Well, you got to buy the best set of magic. I I think Urza Saga is the best block of magic. It's the most broken yes. block, and I that's my <laughs> kind of magic. So I wanted I want to do non fun things to my opponent. Yeah, um, I, I've I've come to learn that I'm definitely. So are you consider yourself a blue mage? I I am a I would consider myself a combo mage. Combo like, mage. I like, okay. I like I like being able to do control things, but I want to combo kill you. In in some regards, understandable. Like so, I'm a huge twin uh, fan, and since we don't have twin anymore, I started playing Urza and Modern, and now we don't have Ashalove, so I'm just kind of like. Well, you've got conspicuous Snoop now. (laughs) Is it not that good in Modern? Sorry, I just threw up a little bit. (laughs) It's just like sorcery speed combos. Ick. Like Mm, yeah. See the thing with Urza is like it's 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 pseudo sorcery sorcery speed, but you just sit there and you protect it with like um, the sanctuary loop, and you're just like, okay, now I'm ready to kill you. Are are you or, still playing any modern or legacy right now, or? Well, well, right now I have not been to my LGS 
in like two months. I popped in to say hi, but yeah. I have a I have a six year old who has pretty bad asthma, so we have to do whatever we can to yeah. stay away from you know the <clears throat> sick people from life out there. Yeah, <laughs> remember I told you my present game. Oh, ooh, the Ugin oh, is that for tomorrow's EDH game? Well, so I don't know which deck I want to play tomorrow. So I don't know what what power level we're playing tomorrow. So I don't I don't want to yeah. bring out Urza to the party if, if everyone's gonna be playing like <laughs> you know like tier like three ish decks. Like I don't want to play against the four or five powers. I have four or five power decks. Like Keenon is pretty pretty uh, underwhelming the way it's built. And so it's like a couple of my other decks, but Nylia is more of a like I would say it's like a seven eight. Yeah, and, and Urza is definitely like Urza. <laughs> well, I I know since we're having Pixie coming on, she doesn't have a lot of strong decks or anything like that. Okay, but don't let her fool you though. She um, <laughs> she, she she'll play the I you know I'm I'm my deck isn't that strong. My deck isn't that strong. And then bam, come out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> They're she like, just, oh, I'm just sitting here. And then, oh, wait, did I just... Oh, sorry. I, I didn't mean to mill everyone. Sorry. Or, or when she plays Korvald and has, like, a 30-30 swinging at you. And you're just like, I, I can't stop this. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm a huge uh, Soul Flare fan. It's, like, my pet card. Yeah. And they actually just gave us a commander that literally says Soul Flare on it. Uh, the the, the Catherell. Oh, oh, Catherell. Yes. Yeah, this guy. Oh, I love that deck. I love playing that deck. So I started to build him for fun, and it's, right now it's not going to have any like demonic tutors or any of that. Yeah, like, you know, non-fun jazz. It's just going to be. I want to do soul flare things without doing soul flare things. Yeah, I, I that was um, I I have all the precons, and I I upgraded that precon a little bit. I didn't um, I didn't like make it too broken i didn't put any tutors or anything i think i put in some more card draw but that was about it um i i try my best not to put tutors into most decks unless it's one of those decks that kind of needs it yeah. for a specific reason so um it's i i like my decks now that i've been streaming edh more um when i first started streaming i realized all my decks were a little bit way too degenerate so I've had to. Is there is there such a thing? <laughs> that that doesn't that can't exist, right? Yes, th there is. <laughs> um, so I've had to slowly learn the past couple months to power down my decks, and okay. they're they're still fun though. It's still fun. Yeah, yeah um, our, our our play group that I normally play with up in um Oswego, there's there's a we have a rule. We sit down. We're saying what level are we playing? Yeah. Because we, we have a we have a spread of decks, but me personally, I like combo. So all my decks have a combo in it regardless. But the difference is it might be where my one deck is like two-card combo, where my not-so-powerful deck would be like a six-card shenanigan combo. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah I, I like building up combos like that sometimes where it's really hard to pull off. But if you pull it off, the whole board's going to be like, what the fuck did you just do? Flood it tears into omniscience. Yes. Let's go. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. One of my favorite uh I, I don't have this combo in my uh Psy Master Thopterist deck, but I used to have the Crack Clan Ironworks combo in it. But I built it where you had to have like four pieces of the combo to even get it off. Oh, okay. So it was it was really bad and I had no tutors or anything, but if I 
So if I manage to get that combo off, then you did something wrong by not killing me quick enough. That's funny. <laughs> Urza may may have that combo in it with like Mirror Retriever and Scrap Trawler yeah. and Diver and yeah. <laughs> now I, I took it out of my side deck and now I just pretty much retooled side just be Thopter Tribal and it's still stupid strong too because awesome. you, you get the... Uh, uh, what is it? Make all artifacts indestructible. Then you get Padim, where you make all artifacts hexproof and yep. pump them all up a crap ton of times and swing. It's great. So uh, with you, so is it you just do Twitch right now? Do you have a YouTube channel or anything? Or I, I had a YouTube channel, but like I never really. I'm not a good video editor, so that's why I do I podcasts. Yeah, I really don't have time <laughs> to sit there and chop up videos and, you know, I have a I have a 6-year-old and I'm like teacher during the day, streamer and my work stuff and it, it's it's just like it's a lot. It's a lot to it's handle. It's a lot. It's a lot, yeah. to, it's a lot to keep up on these days. So I've been noticing you've been streaming a crap ton lately. It's like ever since Pixie introduced me to you a couple months ago, I don't remember when exactly. I just noticed you go on like crazy amounts of streams for long times and all that. And it's um, how do you find the energy to do that? So I have bipolar. So like being awake is just part of my normal. You know what I mean? So like yeah. my engine is kind of always going. Um, I just I just enjoy playing magic. You know, I enjoying doing silly brews and having fun and seeing people also do silly brews and enjoying just like you know figuring out things you know yeah yeah the uh i mean i i'm kind of right there with you the the problem that i just talked about this in my last episode that i've been noticing is as much as i love magic arena i'm noticing it's there's certain times it kind of makes me hate magic the gathering because it's it's not the same. Like when I'm playing EDH, uh, you know, with people in my Discord community and all that, it's it reminds me of the love of magic since I can't go to my LGS right now and, mm -hmm. you know, play and and I feel like that's what is totally missing from arenas, just that physical interaction. Yeah, it it also feels dumbed down sometimes if, yeah. if that makes sense. Like it's like you're you're playing the game but it's not um like you, you have to, you don't have to keep track of your life total though. You don't have to keep track of certain things, and you get lazy. I, I yeah. call myself getting a little lazy <laughs> with certain things. I'm just like, uh, I should probably that should have probably not happened. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I know what you mean. I was just um, be before this call here, I was just playing a game with e uh, of EDH game with uh, tap that MTG, uh, two lovely ladies up in Canada, and I was playing my monk tribal deck with all the all these prowess triggers and all that and it, it's all these just like you said it makes you lazy you're having to remember i'm playing like you know two three different non-creature spells I have to remember all these prowess triggers on top of just guy ascendancy on top of drawing cards discarding cards and yeah magic arena does really make you lazy sometimes yeah because it's like oh I, I just have to click through i don't really have to sit there and be like um if I don't, if I don't do this right now, something bad's gonna happen. You know what I mean? Or, or like, oh. yeah, or have to remember crazy stack interactions and all that. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes it does mess you up though. The ordering, because I remember I went to an event after, because I after like grinding, I mean grinding like I make mythic almost every season. Like this season, I'm kind of just like meh. I really don't care to. 
but like I'm gonna accidentally make mythic. <laughs> like, so I, I I used to be like, all right, we gotta make mythic, we gotta stay mythic, and there was one season where I just like sat off and didn't do it, but. Every other season, I've, I've, what, what we normally do, it's really funny. I'll go to like number 30 with like, I don't know, like four days left, right? Yeah. And my friends will be like, why are you still playing? And I'll be like, because I don't care. I'm having fun. Who cares if I drop the 92% or whatever, you know? I just enjoy playing the game. And people forget that that's why we play the game, because it's fun. Oh, sometimes, yeah. sometimes I want to throw my, my computer across the stream when, you know, oh, yeah. when, when we get stuck on two lands and are like, 26 land deck don't or or the the opposite of that getting flooded when you only have like a 20 land deck right (laughs) it's um that's always the worst but um yeah so you've been streaming like i said your streaming has been getting a like just a lot of hours there it's um it's but it's cool i i see the community like i'm part of your discord channel i see the community you've cultivated it seems like it's a good group of people you've got and it seems like you're doing something right because people are watching you and you know you've got a whole bunch of people i see that you also do some sort of like little brawl tournaments or something or yeah so we do so i'm i i like to make sure that everyone like my subs and people who donate and people who support the channel i literally put 99.9 percent back of whatever is given to me back not even into like um things for the stream like playing wise but like actual tangible things to my my community because for me i want to make sure everyone's having fun and everyone can get to play the game you know mm-hmm. um i'm just myself like i tell people all the time you probably think i'm weird you probably think i'm crazy because you don't understand me i've been like this my whole life you know i'm one of those people like if you're walking down the street and you're like dude I need something to drink. I'm going to go buy you a drink. I don't, I don't even need to know who you are. If you tell me you're thirsty and I can afford to buy you a drink, I'm going to buy you a drink. Um, I, I've been taught to always say hi to everyone. Make sure everyone's um, okay. Because you never know when saying hi to someone can change their entire day. You know? Mm-hmm. And that's how my, my community is pretty open. Um, uh, I try to help all the other streamers in my group um, get set up, get established. Um because that's what it is. It's, it's what it's about. It's not about... A lot of people focus on themselves, you know? And yeah. I, I I, have a weird backward way of thinking when it comes to that kind of stuff. Because I'm not... Like, I don't, I don't care about the fame. I don't care about the glory. I just care about, like, people being like, hey, he's a good guy. And I want, when I'm not here anymore, for my son to be like, oh, yeah, my dad was a good dude, you know? And my dad's my hero, so I want to be his hero and that's why i am the way i am and that's why like i approach things the way i do you know no that's that's a good it's a good outlook to have because um it's especially doing kind of content creation especially stuff like this it it gets so easy to get wrapped up in the competition of things and Mm -hmm. try to get bigger and better than everybody else where you forget um you know just like you said helping someone who's just starting off streaming has no idea what to do and you sit through them, help them out. And they're going to remember that, you know, forever and appreciate for what you've done, taking time out of your day and 
to me, it's I, I, I try to do the same for people when it comes to podcasts, too. Yeah. You know? and, that, and that's what it should be. I tell people all the time, they're like, oh, are you worried about people getting bigger than you? I was like, I don't care. I want my friends and, and community to get bigger than me. All I want to hear is all that it matters to me is, is that they go, hey, J.D., thank you. That's all that matters to me. Like uh, mm-hmm. it, it, that mutual respect that, hey, he, J.D. helped me do this, you know, and sometimes. And, and it's a tough mindset to think like that too you know because a lot of people aren't accustomed to it i i i had i had to say it must be an american thing because i'm not i wasn't born in, in the u.s okay. and i'm from a culture where like you go to your neighbor's house you know you come home from school no one's home you can go to your neighbor's house sit there watch tv have dinner with them and then go home you know and that's how it's always been for me so like that's transpired with me hi Jaden. my son just walked by <laughs> that's all right you want me to show him the goodies? All right, you can bring me the goodies because uh, Zuby is a commander player. Uh oh. So I got a. Uh, Ooh, the mutate uh, one. So I got all five and then all the brawl decks from the set, like the Corvold and whatnot. Hi. This is Jaden. So, because um, <laughs> I try to do, a, like I said, I try to do a monthly uh, community tournament every every week. Ooh, every a Layla. But we um, can you put these back for me, buddy? But I canceled it because it actually was gonna land on August first, which is the same, which is the same uh, <laughs> weekend as the arena. Oh, arena that, tournament. yeah, so, yeah. Like, the best of one, then best of three. And I know a couple, like a couple of people are gonna be a little. Hey, Jaden. <laughs> hold, hold on a second. No, that's all right. That's all right. No, he's a cute little kid. He's, uh, in case you're not watching this, but you're listening, his uh, son is, looks like he's just piling on JD's desk uh, full of Commander and Brawl decks. And um, it's rather cute. Just seems like he's got quite a big pile of them. So apologies for the interruption here. It happens. When you have kids like this, especially as young as they are, they will uh, interrupt everything, no matter what, no matter what happens. So... Um. <laughs> oh, he's such a riot. I'm like, I'm like, go get your mommy, please. He's like, why? I'm like, go get your mommy, please. <laughs> <laughs> so the box has a bunch of like sleep, like dragon shields and a bunch of stuff. So it's like five brawl decks, ten sets of dragon shields, and on um, all the brawl decks for this season. So he's oh, just nice. like, Daddy, show him this. Daddy, show him this. I'm like, Relax. D- does he play magic too? Um, he's not ready to play yet. It's funny because he, he goes, he'll like sit down with me. And he's like, Daddy, click the store. You can get something from the store. So he sees the orange pip and he like knows that like I have packs. <laughs> and he'll be like, let's open a pack. I'm like, and he, he, he has this thing where he's like, that's a legendary. So any card is, that's a legendary. That's great. I'm not going to teach him until he's about seven. Um, No, that that sounds like a good age there, about seven years old. Can you can you keep him for a second while I'm, I'm talking to Zuby and doing this podcast? Oh, this is cute. No, so sorry everybody. It's um, it, it's all right. We'll we'll leave this in the uh, final version too, because you know what, kids are cute and. Life happens. We can't keep it all perfect. One day, I won't get my own podcast studio where I can fly people out. Um, 
that won't happen because it'll never get this big. But hey, be awesome. Be a dream. My wife is so funny. She's like, I'm getting them. You're going. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> like, remember what I told you? I'm doing a podcast with Zuby at eight o'clock. And she's just like, okay. Uh, Married it, life. It, it happens. It happens. It's um, my girls are much older. So it's usually now during this whole pandemic, um, it used to be a lot easier when school was going on mm-hmm. um, because I'd send them to bed at like, you know, eight, nine o'clock and they'd stay in their rooms and all that. But now since they're um, I mean, they're a lot older, they're 11 and 17. So it's a little bit easier to control. Yeah. Um, and um, but now it's they go to bed whenever and it's. um, Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's, it's a, he's, a so, he's like me. He's a social butterfly. He wants to talk to everyone. So, yep. I can't I can't I can't um, I try not to take that away from him. Let him talk to everyone and say hi. But he has to understand uh, boundaries uh, and all boundaries. that. Yeah. And being a being being a teacher and a dad and it's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. wouldn't change I wouldn't change it for the world though. You know, he's no, he keeps good. he keeps me humble to say the least. No, that's good. That's good. No, but I was saying I think seven is a good age to start doing magic because when um let's see, I my both my girls know how to play. They don't they aren't that big fans of magic though. But um it was a really good tool for my younger to do like basic addition and subtraction with her like doing like very basic decks um but the the game that they love playing even more with me besides magic is D &D, because their imaginations just run rampant run wild with it yeah my team um my team they uh like they got me the intro book to read for D, like one of the books i haven't read it yet don't tell them you should you should read it i don't have the time (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's okay just read it right before you go to bed oh all right i'll read it at like four o'clock in the morning yeah sure why not i i go to bed at like four and like wake up at like seven thirty. holy crap yeah and here i here i am thinking my sleep schedule's off because i've been going to bed lately at like one or two and waking up at six yeah my schedule my schedule's kind of crazy i i get most of my sleep on like saturday and sunday so my body yeah. that's just how my body's always been like saturday and sunday are my catch-up days it's not the healthiest sleeping pattern for most people but it's just how yeah. my brain chemistry and my body is that's um that's a bit crazy um <laughs> everything okay going on over there yeah can you hear him in the background yeah he's like he's like daddy mom and, and my wife is like Jaden, leave, leave daddy alone <laughs> <laughs> he's just, he just wants to come back over and say hi. Oh, no. I'll let, that, him, I'll, I'll let him come say hi one more time. Come here. No, that's okay. That's okay. All right. It's come cute. Here. It's cute. I want to tell you. The thing I want to tell you is why is there soil? Why is there soil? Because we planted the onions. We're going to plant the onions and oh. the, the peppers. Also, the flowers. And too. the flowers. Mommy okay. got flowers. Mommy got flowers. <laughs> so we're going we're gonna to say hi to Zuby. Okay. And then Hi. Come, come hang out with you, okay? Okay. Come on, wave. Hi. You are a All good right. Fortnite player. I watched yeah, you one I time. Said, yeah, he said he, he said he watched you playing Fortnite. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> mommy wants me to turn where mommy are. All right. Go ahead. Go with mama. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I miss them when they were that young. I do, but I don't at the same time. All right. <laughs> uh, it, it, it's it's so funny because he's like he's always like this he's always just like what are you doing daddy he's, he's curious you know <laughs> yeah and, oh yeah 
curiosity is good, you know. It it shows intelligence. So I'm I'm glad to see that he's curious and always uh, kind of see want to see what's going on. No, that's good. That's good. It seems like you're, I mean, just doing your best trying to raise them and all that. I mean, that's yep. all anyone can ask. You that's know? all we can do is try our best, you know. <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, now you hear my cat I, in the I, back. I hear your little ones in the background. <laughs> no, they that, heard, no, they that, that, heard that's, that's my cat right now. Oh, that's now. your cat? Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. These, uh, it's one, one of my cats in heat, and I, she, I can tell. yeah, she's, um, I love her, but I hate her at the same time. Aww. We had a cat a while, a long time ago when um, Jaden was much younger, and I can recognize that that whiny kind yeah. of like the heat, the heat uh, meow. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's, it's um she's probably doing the roll in the back thing. Yeah, it, it's but, just yeah. we've been hesitant to take her out because of COVID and all that, and yep. just going to vets. Um, so you're up in New York. And um, so how was, I mean, the pandemic was pretty bad there a couple months ago. Has it been getting better up there? So I'm in upstate New York. Oh, so, so you're not anywhere near the city or anything. No. <laughs> so, so you're you're lucky. It takes about uh, five hours to get to the city from where we are. I grew up in the city when I moved to the U.S. And you, it's, it's, the, there's a lot of cases down there. But that's what happens when you're in a metropolis. You know what I mean? You, yeah. People ride the train, people ride the buses. Up, up here in central New York, uh, most people just drive. So there's less there's less um, public trans, uh, transportation interactions. Yeah. So people aren't relying on mass transit to get around as much. So and down here in Florida, we're burning. It's like 10,000 yeah. cases a day. Yeah. I heard, I heard you guys are reclosing, too. Aren't, like, um, Texas just reclosed. Yeah. The only thing that. I heard got close unless something changed within the past couple days was um, I think last month or a couple weeks ago, they stopped serving alcohol in bars. Um, and now it's who the hell knows? Like they push school back until the end of August. Now um, yeah. we're, we're not putting both our girls in school this year. We're putting them on the virtual online school, whatever the state's doing. And, oh, so get this. So, uh, my wife was listening to the county uh, school board meeting this morning, and so they are requiring masks for every for like all the kids to come into school, which is should you know that's good, mm-hmm. but um it's it's like they're barely punishing people for not having their kids wear masks or anything, but I guess their hands are kind of tied for what can they actually do. If their yeah. kids don't wear a mask, you know, that's probably, that's probably legal. Like, yeah, you know, there, there's like a whole bunch of legal stuff. Uh, yeah. Like uh, HIPAA or HIPAA laws are really weird. Like when yeah. it comes to like, you know, school and education and hospitals, there's a lot of weird little um, uh, red tape stuff that can get strings. But it, but it's just scary because I, I, I have a feeling as soon as one of these schools get their first COVID case next month, they're going to shut it all down. And yep. it's like, yeah, you know, I'd rather keep my kids safe and um, keep them home. And geez, it's it's bad enough because I work in healthcare uh, for my day job, and um, l- luckily I work from home. I don't have to go in any hospitals or anything. But I, I'm still dreading the day that I have to go to a hospital for something just to even visit real quick. I feel like even wearing a mask isn't going to be enough. Yeah. No, uh, it's it's. It's a no. It's a scary thing, you know. Um, we we avoid outside like the plague. 
<laughs> <See what I'm laughs> but just the camera's on. Oh, okay. <laughs> so she's walking, walking by. I just have to make her aware the camera's on because you know I have I'm, to. I have to do the same for my wife too, especially when I'm streaming. Like you, you can't walk over here. <laughs> yeah, normally it's Jaden. My son's always like. He's running around the house with no shirt on. He's just like, Daddy! I'm like, no! Stop! <laughs> stop! You're going to get Daddy in lots of trouble. Um, it gets very awkward when you have daughters. That's all I'm going to say. There. It's, uh... <laughs> Do you only have the one son? Yep. Uh, one six-year-old, but it feels like I have 12 ten-year-olds. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, it, it's, I've always wanted a son. And all that, like I love my daughters. Don't get me wrong, I love them and all that. But you know, there's part of you kind of wishes you had a son or something. You know, um, you know, pass on the family name and all that stuff. But you know, it's after having my youngest, I'm I'm done. That, she can she can just keep her last name. She could be like, hey, when we get married, we're keeping my last name. She probably would be like that because she's <laughs> so headstrong, like me. Like, no, <laughs> nah, that's my name. Yeah, she's um she she's a firecracker. That that's the one I'm gonna have to watch out for. I thought my oldest daughter was gonna uh, be one we're gonna have to watch out for, like during the you know rough teenage years. Now it's my youngest. She Aww. she'll be the one who rough and tumbles and punch someone if you <laughs> if you get her mad. And it's like yeah. we gotta tell her like just stop. Don't don't immediately just get angry like that. <laughs> kids will be kids, you know. Yeah. And no, I love it though. So yeah, Florida's burning down here. Um, the, I mean, this whole year has just been crazy. Like Pixie and I have been talking, um, you know, we were both supposed to travel. Like we were supposed to go to Vegas next month. And I was supposed to go to Oregon last month too. And um, just, it's crazy. It, it's, I really hope they do some sort of Vegas thing next year because I was planning to do that, meet my community there and, um, yeah, like the the TwitchCon, I I was gonna sign up for it, but then I, like someone was like, "Oh, it's too late," and I was like, "Oh, that sucks." And then they're like, "Yeah, but everything else is canceled anyway." And I was like, "Oh, yeah, okay. it's kind of no point anyway." Yeah, I'm I'm hoping that when it does ease up, maybe what we can do instead of even doing a TwitchCon is like all the streamers that we all talk together, we can all just like figure it out, get a hotel, and just like kind of all like you know meet up somewhere or, or do a little like tour or something you know that'd be cool that'd be fun yeah. and like do your own little thing and yeah. like that could be fun rent a little conference room or something and you know something i don't know but um yeah it's been a it's been a crazy year for a lot of people it's um i have to count my blessings that you know we're still healthy still got my job still got a roof over my head and it's um just a lot of craziness and what's frustrating me is um so the past i think i'm going on week two now i've decided to delete all social media off my phone except discord to because i just noticed i was getting too addicted to like twitter facebook and reddit and just getting all hyped up and depressed because of all the stupid bullshit that's going on and yeah i i don't read most of the people's like once i scam through and it's something like negative i'm just like nope keep on trucking downwards i just try to stay away from the negativity yeah that, that's what i'm trying to do that, that's why i deleted it off my phone because i'm like nope i don't need it because i because i have that addictive personality i know that 
if I have it on my phone, I'll just be on it over and over again. Um, so it's, and it's, it's gotten better for me, but every time I still go on Twitter on my, um, like, uh, my desktop and all that, dude, just now there are valid things people complain about online, especially when it comes to magic and D and D I, I understand that, but mm-hmm. some of the dumb shit that you see the magic Twitter community complaining about, it's like you mean a lot of the dumb shit. Yeah, like ninety five, like probably ninety eight percent of it. Like, oh, my jumpstart stuff didn't come yet. Do you realize they just rushed ordered every, rushed printed everything because of a pandemic? Like, well, it's just... it's not just that, but just the little infighting and click fighting and just over dumb little stuff. It's um, it's I don't know. I'm just kind of tired of it. Yeah, just I just I just wish everyone would just like go back to just like understanding that we're people and the game is fun and we're all supposed to be like hanging out enjoying what we do instead of just complaining about everything it's like oh my god we're getting too many sets we're getting too little sets this i don't know there's just always something it just feels like everyone's trying to complain about something and instead of looking at positives and trying to find positives it seems like everyone's just trying to find negatives you know and it, well, that brings in more clicks. Yep. It brings in more uh, brings in more uh, likes on Twitter or likes on yeah. YouTube and all that. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not one of those. Like I tell my community and I tell my friends all the time. Like when people are like, "Oh, let's," they're doing this for clout and stuff. I'm like, I don't care. Like I'm going to be me regardless. If 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 being me means people don't like wanna like watch my stream. Sorry, I'd, I'd rather be a real person than a fake person, you know. So like, I, I it's like some of my tweets sometimes I'll put up, I'll be like, yeah, I wear my 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 emotions on my sleeve, and you'll see, you'll you can sun, kind of, kind of see like when I'm having a bad day because yeah. I'll be like, you you see my mood change in my writing because it's some it just happens, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't filter myself and I don't filter my community and I don't I don't think people should filter each other when you're angry say hey i'm angry and then allow the person to be like why are you angry you know um communication is what we're missing these days it used to be like you had a problem with someone you tell that person you had a problem you guys and our our girls or whoever you talk it out but now it's just like oh this person said this blah 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 blah. you're terrible you know there's no there's no no communication it's like the lack of respect there is just gone well, and it's a lot easy to do that when it's all online too, and just over text. And there's, you can't tell tone from text, and you can't tell meaning sometimes. Like, and yeah, like the nonverbal cues are not there. The, yeah. the verbal cues aren't there. But you can simply say, "Hey, did you mean this? Are you yeah. upset? We have words for a reason. Like you're angry, <laughs> put a bunch of exclamation marks. You know, yeah, the question mark. Use use punctuation, but." I don't know, man. I don't mean. I don't know. We live in weird, weird, weird times. We really do. Like with the advent of social media, it's not only is it a good thing that we're connected throughout the world more than ever as a as a you know species. We've never been connected like this before. Like without social media, you and I would not be talking right now. You know, without technology. I'd have no idea who you are right now. You know, I'd still be down here in Florida 
praying not to die from the pandemic. <laughs> but alligators, one of the two. Alligators, and eh, you don't have to worry about them. They're 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 harmless. They taste good. Oh yes, they do. They really do taste good. <laughs> but um, I apologize if there's any um vegetarians watching. But we, I eat meat and I like meat. Meat's good for the soul. That's all I have to say. Yeah, but it, it's it's out. Well, you're eating a dinosaur, so I mean, there's plenty of them. Trust me, there are plenty of alligators down here. There's let's not eat the dinosaurs. My poor there? Regisaur. My, <laughs> my poor Regisaur Alpha. Actually, what's funny is um, down in the Everglades, we have a python problem down in the Everglades right now, where you can you can make money. Uh, going to hunt pythons out in the Everglades because they are a invasive species to that uh, climate. Did oh, you Z- say you're going to eat me? <laughs> Zotapa? Yeah. I mean, well, you know, let, let's be serious for a second. Could you kill and eat Zotapa? He's indestructible, but does that mean you can't, like, chop off something? Like, like, can you take a sword and, like, chop off his leg or something and have, like, a drumstick? Well, he can be exiled, so maybe you have to send him to a parallel universe where, like... Well... Where death is the same thing as living? I don't know. So, so if, if we compare it to, like, D&D terms, so mm-hmm. when you exile something, it seems like it goes to another plane of existence. Exactly. Right? The so, plane of existence would be my stomach. So, <laughs> <laughs> I will banish you to the stomach universe. You know, that's what I should have asked Gavin when I had him on the podcast was, um, like, so if, can you chop a limb off a indestructible creature and like eat its meat or does it, or you just can't, these are the real questions we need to know. Facts. Yes. And now, now I kind of want some to the top of meat. What kind of meat do you think he'd be? I mean, he well, first of all, he's definitely it's an elder dinosaur, but it kind of looks like a, a giant chicken. If you actually look at the art, it looks like a giant chicken. <laughs> I mean, dog. well, he's also like a Godzilla size, isn't he? In that art, he's he he is or like Rodan size. He's like towering over mountains, so definitely bigger than Godzilla. So maybe you could just cut off a toe and you could feed a whole family or something. Or, or a claw. And a claw would just be all... Uh, bone and, and bone. And cartilage. Yeah, cartilage uh. and all that. So, um, yeah, I don't know. That's... Um, <laughs> We're on the eating Zotalpa right now. Well, actually, wait, no. You could you could kill and eat Zotalpa by giving it poison and infect. Giving it neg one, neg one counters. But then wouldn't that also kill and, us? Because it's contaminated meat? Oh, shit. Then we, won't we get Zotalpa virus <laughs> from that or something? <laughs> are, are you trying to create new pandemics? Probably. Well, no. If you just give him regular neg one neg one counters, he'd still it. He wouldn't be poisoned at that point. So you could do that. Like maybe cast a, like a couple languishes on him, and some grasp of darknesses. Um, <laughs> whatever the heck else gives you know neg neg. Um, counters or whatever. But the joke's on you. In this deck, I cannot get neg neg, neg counters. My Zotopo is protected. From how? Uh, there's this little card that says 
creatures cannot get negative negative one negative one counters. Talking about Thrun or no. oh. what card is that? It's a white card, one and a white. Oh my! Oh, I can't remember what card that is. Was that the? Where is it? It's in the. Is it in the add to? Oh, yep. It's in the add to stack. Here's the add to stack. Sorry, this is what I do when I get bored during the day. I start like brewing decks, and this is my new. See this 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 card says, I can't. I oh, can't. that's from Almond. Oh, yes, yes, yes. The Almond Cat one. That's yeah. right. That that was with the Devoted Druid combo. Yeah, because I like infinite mana. And <laughs> I told you, I can't help not having combos in my deck. It's just like, I just can't do it. Can't help it. I got a problem. I got a, I, I got a, I got a problem, Zuby. Well, problem. you know what? I challenge you to build a deck with no combos. So my play group made me do that, and then I found accidental combos in my deck. Well, that's okay, because that's an accident. You're not purposely trying to do combos. And you can but just I, take out that combo. Well, I normally don't, and then I end up with combos in the deck anyway. What's wrong with you? I don't know. <laughs> no, that that's like, because probably a good chunk of my EDH decks are control decks. You know, counter spell, bounce, and all that, and... So my my buddy uh, Marcel challenged me to build a non-control deck, and so my first deck I did was a mono red Torbrand deck, where it wasn't control; it was just burn you extremely quickly. Yeah. And so, like, if I don't win by turn five or turn four, then I'm doing something wrong. That that's how Nylia turned out. I was like, I'll build Nylia; it'll be a nice, fair, balanced deck. And then I was like, turn three, draw my deck. Oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> like, so we, re we learned very quickly that green green draws a lot of cards. Yeah, it does. G green is better at drawing cards than blue lately. Hold, hold on a second. My wife looks okay. like she's going to ask me a question. Okay. I'll cut this out. So, funny story for you. Funny story for you. Yes. My my wife buys this pink phone charger so that I don't use it because we always steal each other's phone chargers, right? Yeah. So she comes in here and she's like, she has the devious look on her face and she's like, where's your phone charger? I'm like, I think over there. And she's like, okay, stealing it. Mine's in the car. <laughs> oh, but what is mine is hers, they say. Yep. Yep. How long have you two been married? We've been married two years now, but we've been together for 10. Oh, nice, nice. Uh, three years? How long have we been married? I'm, I'm getting yelled at. Oh, no, oh, no. In three days, it'll be three years. In three days! Oh, wow, congrats. Days. Our anniversary is coming up <clears throat> on July 23rd. <laughs> of, Congratulations. Uh, 2020. See, I remembered. <laughs> yeah, I knew exactly. I already I already bought our, our um, anniversary gift. Um, Uh-oh. Yeah. Like I took, I took her for early sushi today for our anniversary. That doesn't count. It's not on the. It, it's not on the anniversary day. You should see the look I'm getting right now. She's like, <laughs> she's like, don't make me come over there. <laughs> no, it, it's um, yeah, it, it, ten years. That's a long time. Um, I've been with my wife fourteen years now. Going to be married eleven years this year. Shout out to married life. 
Uh, yeah. High five. Up yeah. Top. High five. Boom. Uh. <laughs> Boom. It's um. I don't know how she puts up with me, and I apologize almost every day. Me it's likewise. Like, Ditto. I. She's like. She'll be like, "You're so weird." I'm like, "I know." And she's like, "But I love you." <laughs> yeah. I'm the, it, weird, I'm the weird one. It's I'm I'm like the prima donna one. I'm like the I'm very difficult to live with. <laughs> you can ask my <laughs> wife. She'd be like. Like I, I'm I'm a very difficult person because I'm just so I, I get very set in my ways. Oh, so you're stubborn. Yeah, and what what sucks is if you follow like zodiac signs, my wife and I were both Leos and all that, so we're both we headbutt and we're both stubborn and but I, I thought I thought Taurus were more likely to headbutt. Eh, I mean, but lions. Taurus, oh bold. yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, never mind. I told you I'm weird. <laughs> no. Hold on. The wife has another question. Sorry, guys. Hold on. It wife happens. It happens. It's it's marriage. So my wife had the most not important question ever. So apparently there was a praying mantis. Well, it's kind of important because if I sleep, if I fall asleep and I wake up with a praying mantis on, we're gonna Just pray to it. <laughs> So there's a praying mantis in our hallway, right? That sounds awesome. And she doesn't know where it is. Oh. So she comes in and she's like, did you see the praying mantis? I'm like, yeah, sure. Hold on. It's like, let me grab it out of my deck box for you. Oh, she left. Yeah, it's, um, I don't, I can't even remember the last time I even saw a praying mantis down here. We have so many lizards. Um, I have to worry more about spiders more than anything down here it's um i've got like all trees in my backyard um from my neighbor's yard and one one summer they got infested with spiders and oh my gosh let me tell you i was out there for a couple hours just having to spray down and kill spiders and You're it was me itchy oh i'm getting itchy oh you have no idea man it was I, i'm talking about all types of sp wolf spiders black widows iskandar chilling up there just iskandar <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Just some escanaz hanging out in your tree. Some oh god, it, I I I never like ever had like a big fear of spiders or anything. But ever since that day, just having to deal with so many and them getting in my face and all that, like I'm, yeah, I'm I'm done with spiders like forever. Do you know, do you know what I'm terrified of? What, what? scares the living bejesus out of me? Birds. Birds really. I hate birds, and they always like I don't know if they can smell my fear or what. But, like, there was a time we went to, it was our anniversary, and we went to um, Atlantic City. And we're walking on the boardwalk, you know, just hanging out for no freaking reason. Seagull just psh, right in the head. <laughs> just, just for no reason. What the right hell? The I'm just like, oh, okay, cool. But people don't understand that. I think they're all trying to kill me. They're plotting on me. Oh, my God. That reminds me of the time one Thanksgiving, um, we did Thanksgiving here at the house. And we had, you know, thrown away the turkey that that night, you know, after cutting it all up and mm -hmm. putting in just the rest of the body, whatever you call it. Um, and I guess somehow a bird like opened our trash can or something like a crow or whatever. <laughs> and I kid you not, we, we heard like all this noise on our roof. We're like, what the hell's going on? We thought like maybe a tree fell or something. God, there, there's like 50 birds on our roof, like just attacking this turkey 
And like this turkey dinner, bro. It was scary because it was like it was like a scene from the birds from Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds. Terrifying. Did they like, all take a nap? Then oh, they just had a bunch of sleep. They they got the, the itis from the turkeys. Oh, dude, we I chased them off like I just got a hose and just started spraying them. <laughs> like, get out of here. I, I would have just burnt the whole house down. <laughs> we gotta go. There's, there's there's like twenty crows on the roof. Let's just gotta go i'm sure the homeowner's insurance would understand be like oh there, there was birds oh yeah were, for sure yeah there were birds yeah Big, yeah angry birds yeah t- totally we'll cover that yeah see i can do <laughs> ducks i like ducks because they have webbed feet it's something about the beaks and the claws that freak me out of ducks or oh, oh, oh just birds birds okay okay yeah. i mean i've only had ever had one pet bird and then my dad killed it which was a little sad I'm not going to say the statement that I was going to say. Bert <laughs> probably deserved it. No, it was it yeah. was it was a small little parakeet. It was it never did anything bad to anyone. That's what you. That's uh, for you. What you know. It was probably plotting how to kill me. It would have never have seen you. <laughs> you can't prove it. <laughs> Your dad took care of that for me. I don't think He's a like, parakeet could fly from Florida to New York. Probably. It'll just throw away. It will just like chill in someone's, <laughs> chill in someone's car, hitch, hitchhike. I don't know. Got to get after JD. Have you ever hit a bird with your car before? I actually hit a bird like three weeks ago. I felt, although I don't like birds, I don't like, you know, killing animals for no reason. Yeah. yeah. And I was driving to the dentist. Actually, it was like, so it was like two weeks ago, three weeks ago. I had a dentist appointment. I have one tomorrow, actually. Ugh. But um, we were driving to the dentist appointment and the bird just flew in front of the car. And I, 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 I hit it, and I looked at my rear view, and I just see it rolling on the floor in the back, and I'm just like, <laughs> so I call my wife, and I'm like, I hit a bird. And she's like, oh, can you check the car and make sure it's not damaged? I was like, but the bird. <laughs> <laughs> so, Oh, man, that's serious, great. I, 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 I am terrified of birds, but I don't wish harm on, you know. Yeah. If they stay away from me, I stay away from them. That's yeah. her. I had a bird crash into my car one time, like right on my windshield, and cracked my windshield. Like, freaking beak first, and part of the beak was in the windshield and all that. I'm just like, holy shit. Did you uh, exchange insurance numbers with the, the bird? With the bird? Because, yeah. The oh, God. Window deductibles are no joke. Oh, it down here in Florida, uh, windshields are free to replace with your insurance. <laughs> this is my angry face. Yeah, it's literally you get no penalty on having to replace your windshield. I don't know why they do that. It's it's a state law or something. Yeah, here we have glass and, like, you know, regular collision and whatnot. But it's its its, its own deductible. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. I'd say come down here to Florida, but no, you don't want to. Fl- Flor- you, guys Florida. Have, you guys have hurricanes. Yeah, like, I mean, they're they are not too bad. It's, if it's... It's, um, as long as it's not a category three or higher it's usually just a really windy day and it's it's an excuse to get drunk <laughs> so if you can't see the video uh jd's just staring at me like no no oh look my roof is gone it's like let's move to the midwest there's only tornadoes yeah i know right i'll take my snow <laughs> See, yeah, like, what, what's this snow? I've never, I don't know what that is down yeah, here. It's, it's this thing that when it, it when it's too cold and it rains and it's and it sticks to the ground, and you just stay inside. I'm just like, nope. I, li- I like visiting snow. 
I, I would not want to live in snow, though. How I feel about Florida. Yeah, it's I, I, I kind of don't blame you. It's um, I mean, we have Florida man here. We've got alligators. We've got. Well, well time out. Florida man. Yeah, Florida man. The, the, you, you, you know that meme, right? Florida man. No, is it kind of like like New Orleans where they have the 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 Florida Lee? Is that like no no Florida man is so basically <laughs> whenever anything crazy happens on the news, it's usually Florida man you know robs a baby oh. and smokes meth or something. <laughs> it's like it's the most insane shit. Or Florida man eats someone's face off after eating bath salts. You know, uh, only in Florida. Yeah, it's. It, it, it's everywhere, so you got to watch out for Florida man, and that's like no joke. You got to watch out for crazy ass people here. It's um, it's I I don't know where you've been in Florida, but so I'm sort of in I'm sort of at the northern part of Central Florida where it's pretty um, you know, like Pensacola area. N- no, no, that that's more north. That's the Panhandle. I'm in Central Florida, like right above East Tampa, Central. uh, yeah. r- right above Tampa. So this would be more of the melting pot of Florida where there's you know, not not just white country and all that. Um, mm-hmm. Not not just the South. Um, so it, it's a good melting pot of people here. But the further north you go in Florida, the more south it gets. Where mm-hmm. even someone like me, a freaking white boy, I've got to lock my car doors in certain neighborhoods because it's, you know, we're talking like deliverance level type scariness of rednecks around there. You ever oh, see yeah. the movie Deliverance? All right. Do, You've had to have seen the famous um scene, the dueling banjos, where the where the little kid and the guy play banjos with each other. Family guy, Stewie. Maybe it was in Family Guy. I don't know. So 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 Deliverance was a movie where a bunch of city slickers went to the mountains and basically got killed by some hillbillies up there. It's a wrong turn. Yeah, pretty much. So, like I said, the and we're we're so famous for having that giant Confederate flag down here. Just, uh, it's but Central Florida is fine. The more well, we we've been to Miami and we've been to somewhere else. I can't remember. Where it was. Miami is oh god, it can be such a shithole depending on where you go. Driving sucks. Yes, it does. It's. We were down there for we were down there for GP Miami a few years ago. Um, that was more than a few years ago. My son was yeah, only was. like one or two, so like at least four years ago. And then my wife tricked me to walk around the Miami Zoo. Have you been to the Miami Zoo? No. Don't let your wife trick you to going. Why She's is like, it oh, terrible? Or it's like five miles long of walking. Oh. I don't. Well, yeah. what what time of year did you go? It was it was the summer and it was way too much walking. Well, what, well, what month? It depends on what month. We walked multiple miles. I don't walk multiple miles. <laughs> I don't know. Like August is the worst time of month down here in Florida. I don't walk if I don't have to. Yeah, it's um, I mean, Florida weather is pretty terrible altogether. But um, no, I mean, besides Florida man, uh, meth. And alligators and the whole state, uh, all the rednecks. Um, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. <laughs> and and then you got people, especially during this whole pandemic, where they're refusing to wear their mask because it's they're my constitutional rats. And um, 
you know, all, all the Trumpers around and you're just like, I, I don't even know. I, I, I don't know. It's too crazy. It's the, world all... is a, the world is a crazy place. That's all yeah. I can say about the world. Yeah, it's, um, I mean, I, I really got to think that, um, you know, I'll be really curious as to what, like, my kids' history books will say about this time. You know, like, like give it 10, 20 years from now. Like, what, what the history books will say about this time of America. Because when you think about ever since 9-11, America has been pretty crazy. Yeah, it's going to be like, they're going to be in class. They're going to be like, Miss Alexa, please tell us about 2020. There are class. In 2020, there was the coronavirus. And the <laughs> asteroid impacted on the Earth. <laughs> um, or something. Who the hell yeah, knows? Who knows? Maybe we'll have Ugin show up. Well, that'd be good, right? Because he's a good dragon. Yeah, sure. I mean, compared to Nicobolus. Um, why are you hating on Nicobolus, though? Nicobolus is, like, evil. He manipulate the whole what, what if trump is nicobolus oh my gosh i don't i think i think all <laughs> i think all presidents suck pretty um, much the reason why so my i have a weird view on politics because uh presidents only have so much power and they're only in term for four to eight years yeah and whereas uh senators are literally some of them have there, been there since the 60s. Just think about that. Oh, I know. So, it's crazy. In order for things to change, it has to be a complete structural change from the inside, from the bottom up. So, well, and same with the Supreme Court, too, because you've got some judges that are they're, they're appointed a lifetime, and some judges just suck ass, too. Yep. And so it's the to me, the president is just more of a dog and pony show more than anything, just mm -hmm. to appease the people. Yeah. Scapegoat. They've always been somewhat scapegoats. And yeah, he says, like, I, I'm not a Trump person, but he, people don't realize, although he, he doesn't says a lot of stupid things, he doesn't say a lot, says a lot of stupid things smartly, if that makes sense. From, well, and from, from a way of wanting to create um, directed hate and directed thoughts, he's able to do that fairly well. And if he wasn't able to, he wouldn't be president right now. So the people yeah. who are writing his speeches and writing his, yeah, he might mess up some of his wording sometimes. But he's a he's a very stupid, smart person. If that makes sense, his administration knows what they're doing to to get his people to fall in line and all that. And what's crazy? This is what I find crazy. I talked about this on my last episode that. There are people in my family that have never been into politics before and all that, but there's something about Trump and his magnetism or his personality that he just sucks people in. And, like, there's people in my family who are, like, diehard Trump fans who've never, ever been into politics before. And just, you're, you're right, like, the way he just, it's, it's crazy to me. It's also part of that like mob mentality that um the so I have a thing when I talked about in magic, where people um sheepishly follow things instead of trying to like figure it out themselves or play play something themselves like you know everyone's like this deck's the best deck in the meta I gotta play it how about if you know these are the decks in the meta why don't you try to circumvent and find something else to do to beat those decks yeah but people would rather just play that deck you know but. 
it's just kind of like that. The the real I, I relate the real world to magic a lot because like it's been a huge part of my life for so long. And I'm yeah. as I sit here staring at a goblin who's staring back at me. Because <laughs> <laughs> my arena's up, so it's like yeah. the, the, the cycling screen. And then I looked up, and the goblin's just like. Is it the conspicuous Snoop one, or uh, it hasn't cycled back yet? It's oh. yeah, it's the one with the bears at the bottom, and then our dogs, and then it's the goblin at the top. I don't know. Who oh, that is. okay, okay. He has a sword, and then there's a green and red arrow flying out. Yeah, I can't. That, I think that's just the jump start. Uh, yeah, I, jump. I can't. I can't remember what goblin that is though. Um, no, but I mean, you're right. It, it's. Just like you said, comparing it to magic, just sheepishly following people, and it's um, it's easy to get sucked into that shit, um, especially when you know you've only got maybe a few people telling you one thing and not have another perspective on things too, mm-hmm. you know, um, and I don't know, do, man. Do your own research, as as they say, you know. Yeah, but what happens when you try to do your own research and you don't know what's real or fake out there? That's uh, what's tough nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> Credible sources are hard to find these days. It you know, really is. Because everyone has their bias. There's a lot of bias. And the best the best way to actually um to go about um finding unbiased news is actually watching um like uh BBC and like those kinds of broadcasts. Yeah. Like uh foreign news. Because they don't, they just want to, they're just kind of giving you the news as it is, you know. But remember, news is a business too, you know. They, they. They got to make money. They literally sell fair because that's, you know, that's what gets people reading or paying attention, you know. Yep. Yep. <sighs> so I want to ask um, your opinion, shifting the topic here a little bit um, about the protest, the Black Lives Matter protest. What are some of your thoughts on it? Um, have you participated in anything? Have you. Or... I am in my house with my child and my family. I don't protest. I've never been a protester. I understand why people are protesting. I understand why people are mad. And um, I like we talked about the other day, we did an open talk about um, race and problems in this country. And it stems from not just a black-white thing. It stems from... Um, uh, just the, the the country itself, our 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 political structure, our 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 people chasing money, where money controls everything, and that's that that's a lot of the problems. It's not even just a black white thing. It's it's a it's a it's a country thing. Um, there there's just serious problems in this country where it comes to education, just like just all there's so many different um systematic problems in this country and it feeds more problems and it becomes like a black white thing and that's where the scapegoat is always like all right let's redirect to this problem and then when that problem changes they redirect to something else but it just does this it's just a circle it's just a circle of the same problems because the wheel's still doing this still spinning still spinning and it has a lot to do with the same um old money and old uh powers that are still sitting in senate still sitting in places <laughs> of power have not changed and the a lot of the opportunities for um other demographics don't exist 
you know, and it, it, it sucks. But that's what this country has always been. The, the rich get rich, the poor get poor. They don't call, look at, name the classes. Oh, oh, you mean like the upper class, lower class, middle class? And what do they refer? What do they refer to the middle and low, low, middle, low, and low class as? What do you mean, uh, like poor or? The working class. Oh, the working class. Okay. Because they work to keep the the rich and powerful in place. You know. Yep. Have you noticed when the COVID situation happened so, so, so violently, um, people started to appreciate the everyday workers the people that made their coffee that did the grocery the, store workers and all that yeah. yeah and because people realize instantly they're like shit we can't do any of this we can't get any of these services without the working class you know but i don't know i i just i just pray for a better future for my son that eventually yeah eventually the hate stops the violence stops uh that there's actually true reform in this nation where um, everyone's on the same platform where they had the same opportunities. Uh, it, it all starts with um, educational levels. Um, yeah. I, I talked about it on stream the other day where I went to school in Manhattan and I was fortunate enough to go to the school because my mom worked in the area. I was one of like three black kids in the school. Mind you, in the middle of New York City, and that's because of the whole zone structure school, all the people that went to that school were from that area. And if you have a high um, density of, of, of rich people, um, it's in this country, it's primarily not black. There's not that much black wealth in this country. There's there's black money. There's there's a, 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 a not even a handful of uh, black billionaires or, or millionaires. Then, and that's the thing. There's, it's, it's not, it's not as, um, as huge. Yeah. Uh, prevalent, as I should say. And it's just, it just sucks overall. You know, hopefully, um, it sometimes it takes, it takes burning a bridge down for people to realize we need the bridge to be correct to cross the street to cross over you know and that's why people are angry that's why it sucks i know people who own stores and their windows are getting broken and even some of my friends who own stores and their windows are broken they're like yeah i don't care i get it you know it, it you come to a point where enough's enough you know yeah. and like i don't condone violence but i don't condone um people putting themselves at risk but there's there's that breaking point you know everyone has that breaking point there's it's like that levy you can you can keep placing pressure on it and pressure on it and pressure on it but if you don't fix it eventually it's going to collapse and that's that's where we are now you know it's um, very true it's very true i i wholeheartedly agree with what you said about education um especially what you say about money too because as long as you know, a lot of these protests talking about how they want police reform, criminal justice reform, and all that. But I keep thinking about it, and as long as I, money exists, or in terms of capitalism, in terms of like private prisons, and yeah, you know, these private I, companies being in judges' pockets and all that. I think, so. I think defunding the police is a terrible idea. Do you know why? 
Why? I'll be curious so, to hear this. So if you defund the police force, right, they have <clears throat> less resources to do their job, correct? Mm-hmm. Not all officers are bad. Not all officers are doing mm. stupid shit. They're not trained properly, right? Now, if you if there's not enough people to, you know, hold actually protect and serve, that's when the, the, the vigilantes and the crazies come out. That's when the actually um the bigoted majority that actually hides in plain sight feel like they can do as they please, you know? And like look back, there was the, the march in Virginia where all the Klansmen and, and neo Nazis were marching. Like Oh, the, of, the Charleston or something or Yeah. Yeah. Like a lot of a lot of this wasn't happening until, you know, they say Trump was in office, you know, whatever. But like it's always been there. The the culture's never changed, you know. People people teach ignorance. Ignorance is a it's a learn. It's a learn um cultural environmental thing. No one wakes up going I hate black people. Like, you like, you yeah, know, it, no one, it is a learned behavior. Yeah. Yeah. No one, no one wakes up going, oh, man, <laughs> I wish that guy didn't look like that. That girl, like no one, like that's not, that's not a natural, a natural thing. Um, I think it's a lot of greed that drives a lot of problems in this country and a lot of blame. Um, a lot of people want to blame people instead of holding themselves accountable or, or, or being accountable for their actions and, and yes, the system's fucked up. It's always been fucked up, you know. Um, but it, it it is what it is until we have change in multiple things. The fund in the police isn't going to change. Um, um, it's not going to be a positive thing, in my opinion. I think uh, they need to reallocate funds to proper training and and proper hiring processes. But if you defund something that's actually supposed to serve and protect, who the hell is going to serve and protect when there's actually a problem? You know, that's like saying, all right, let's defund the military. And what are you going to do when we, there's an actual war? You know? Well, well, let me ask you this. The um, So do you think I, I was hearing a speech? God, I think it was like by a sheriff in, down in Dallas or something. Um talking about how police nowadays feel more overworked than ever because the social services in a lot of counties and cities have been defunded and put onto the police, like being like mental health and animal control. And so ready, um, police officers aren't trained in those regards to, um, respond to those things properly, you know? Um, and yes, Yes, some places don't have those services. So, yeah, maybe they do lean on the police department, but they're not trained for it either. And don't get me started on Texas. Texas, I'm a huge Dallas Cowboy fan, and I've never been to a GP in Dallas. I've never been to an event in Texas, and I don't plan on it. And the reason why is because where there's still sundown towns in certain areas of Texas is not a state that I want to go to, where segregation in some states in that state still exists, where there's literally there's still black only towns there's still white only towns and like people are like oh well yeah i know it's it's still there and place some places in ohio feel very uncomfortable and i i've traveled all across the 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 u.s for tournaments i've been to, we i think we marked it i was at like 35 or 36 states you know what i mean yeah and you <clears throat> you you start to see um 
where things aren't how they should be. We were driving back, uh, me, my friend Stefan, and Dave, and we were coming back from GP Columbus, and we stopped in some small town in Ohio and to get food. And you know when you know when you know that a community has not seen a black person or there's no black people when the entire uh, food place just stops eating and stares at you. And that, it's kind of <laughs> that like like where the hell did you come from vibe? You know what I mean? And it it still exists and that's the thing is people don't it's not people fear what they don't understand and that's that's where the ignorance comes in and the 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 socially learned um racism and whatnot you know because people don't see they they don't they don't they're not educated in it you know what i mean yeah like, i'm not gonna know proper um french culture i've never been to france you know what i mean so but like we know for example when we go to montreal and stuff and you go to mcdonald's they don't put ice in your drink right and I went with a friend. They're like, "Why don't they put ice in your drink?" And I'm like, "That's because they don't. The French don't put ice in their soda." And <laughs> you know, and those, like, yeah. it's just like how that it's a it's a it's a cultural thing, you know. And just like racism is a cultural thing. It's really it's really jacked up to say, but it's just it's a cultural thing, you know. Um, it took my men, me and my wife got together. She goes, "I've never been pulled over this much in my life." And I was like. You know, and I've been pulled over several times and I'm just like, I don't care. I don't have any weapons on me. I, like my license is fine. Do what you need to, you know, like you can ask me whatever you want. You can. I, I'm, I'm, I'm very different. I like if you're going to profile me. Cool. I, I don't have anything to worry about. I don't do anything I shouldn't do, you know, like and people don't realize white people get profiled, too, because um, I grew up in I grew up in Brooklyn. There was not very many black uh, white people in my area in Brooklyn. So if you if you're a white guy walking around my neighborhood at like I don't know two o'clock in the morning, they're gonna be like, dude, why are you here? Are you here for drugs or something? And that's just cause like the it's if you're if you're someplace where you're not you're not normally um, where you're the hyper minority, they're gonna look at you like, why aren't you here? Why are you here? And it, yeah. and it and it exists that way because of how. <clears throat> We're not a melting pot. Our, we still have we still have communities that are all black, all white, all Latino, all Asian. You know what I mean? We're not. We don't have just like that melting pot. And I think that's what would fix everything. And and eventually at some point where we just have a melting pot, where even if it's not just like you know, interracial or whatnot, but it's like communities together, like how yeah. Um, Brooklyn's becoming Brooklyn's like you can go anywhere in Brooklyn now. It's like black, white, it's all just mixed, you know. And the the more the world becomes like that, the more people learn and understand each other. And the lack of understanding each other is a huge. I think it's a huge part of the problem. But. No, I mean you, you, you talking about that just made me feel a little bit lucky that I grew up where I did. Um, mm -hmm. I, I wouldn't say that my town, especially back when I was a kid, had a huge black population, but definitely. I'd have to say more, I mean, predominantly white, but a big, heavy Latino population. And, you know, black people there. But as time has gone on, it's become, um, you know, more heavier uh, black and Latino. And it's, I guess I've just been so used to growing up like that, 
you know, just having a lot of cultures around them, mm-hmm. you know, ever like the past 10 years, we've seen more um, Middle Eastern people start showing up here in Florida. And that was, I, I hate to use the word shocked because it was just more of, you know, you start seeing more like Iraqi or Turkey or Iran, Iranian Pakistan shops, you know, opening up and you're just like, like, what the heck are these, you know? And it's some of the restaurants and man, let me tell you, some of the food is delicious. Holy crap. Um, and it's, I, I, I guess, I guess it'd be different if I just grew up in an area that was just nothing but white. Like I yeah. have a, uh, it, j- just one quick story. And just to try to show your point that racism is learned. I had a friend that grew up in a predominantly white area and their family was in the clan. And this was in Florida, up in North Florida. And it was, um, the stories they would tell me were really, really fucked up. And they were so glad they got out of that life back when they were a teenager. Cause they knew if they hadn't, then mm-hmm. they would have been just as radicalized as other clan members you see today. And it's, um, she, they were taught at a very early age to hate people that are not white, not, not just black people, just any, any other color. And it's, mm-hmm. it's crazy. It's scary to think that that's still happening today, that people yeah. are still teaching their children to do that shit. It's, it, it makes me sick to be honest. The world is a crazy place and yeah. it's always it's always been and it probably always will be you know until until something drastic happens that it just people realize that you know what we're just people you know you you would think that covid would have changed that but you know no like, i i think what happens with something like covid since everybody's either out of work or staying inside all the time or having to work more it's caused more stress on people it's people are online more than ever it, that do that's why i've been trying to stay away from social media just to not get so depressed and angry about everything and you know and understand that you know we don't have control of everything that we wish we had control of that we can only control what we can control i'll teach you a way to get to not be upset when you're on social media. Ready? Yes. Anytime you log on social media, right? And mm-hmm. you're going on Twitter and you're seeing tweets and whatever, right? Just go like this. Man, people are fucking stupid. Yep, people are stupid. <laughs> the mo- no, see, you're laughing because you have to realize people are fucking stupid. Everyone, there's a lot of stupidity out there. And if you realize, if you realize to learn to like, to to laugh at the ignorance that it becomes it becomes easier to try to 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 go about your day to go about doing the right thing you know what i mean and the people a lot of people on social media i'll notice they'll like someone will say something and instead of being like hey why did you say that what are you trying to say instantly they 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 get angry and get defensive and they get like Oh, you shouldn't have said. You don't. You never. You're not necessarily. You don't know what the person is saying. Maybe the person was trying to be ignorant. But just ants first. Be like, hey, what do you mean by that? Give people a chance to explain themselves. And people yeah. don't. People don't give people that that respect to 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 try to voice what they're trying to say. Because not everyone's good at writing their thoughts out. Not yep. everyone's good at uh, communicating. 
remember there there's still varying degrees of education and people people get too aggressive you know mm-hmm. and don't get me wrong I, I i i myself i've learned that i can be aggressive about situations and because i'm normally like hey i'm pretty blunt you know what i mean mm-hmm. like say Zuby, like you do something and i'm upset with you i'm like dude I'm, I'm i'm upset at you why did you do that and some people will find that aggressive but for me i'd rather tell you that i'm mad at you and try to explain why i'm upset so we can work through it than just sit behind the computer and be like fuck that person that guy's an yeah. asshole because it doesn't it just creates more anger more hate and I, I I think people lack the ability to just communicate, and I think that's I think yeah. that's a major problem. I I feel like another problem too, not only lack of communication, but people focus too much on the petty bullshit, where it's like they don't understand, you know. And I, I've just been really understanding lately, you know, getting older and just um, understanding how much little time we have on this earth. That yeah, we're, we're a fucking blip. It's. Yeah, exactly. And I'll see people complaining about the stupid petty bullshit that's going on, like Magic Twitter, just whatever stupid petty bullshit. And I'm like, how how important is that really, right? Oh, you mean so the the thing that got me the other day was the content creator thing, where people were like, oh my god, my thing's shut down, I can't. I'm like, did you guys message them to see what's up? Did you guys actually do any of the things you were supposed to? And the thing is, people always want to point blame. You know, yeah. like the, the accountability is not there. Sometimes you, you have to take two seconds and just be like, hey, why? why Instead of going, I'm upset I got kicked out of the program. Just nope, be they like, want hey. they want the clout. Yeah, just be like, why did I, did, did I do something wrong? Is there a way I can fix it? But people are always angry. And that's like, yes, you're allowed to be angry. Be angry, but still try to communicate your thoughts, you know? And, and and try to listen and try to and try to figure it out together instead of just being angry at people and, and just not being responsive, you know? Yeah, it's when I've been seeing shit like that, it what gets me mad about that kind of shit is I wish they would put that energy towards good use yeah. to actually to stuff that's actually important in their local community, in their state, in the world, you know. Hey, take all that anger you have about the content creator program, put it in towards, you know, trying to change the system or something like that. You know what I mean? Just something that's useful instead of I got kicked out of this program. Let me go cry about it. Yeah. It's but nope, we, we want the clout. We want the recognition. And I'm just or someone said this. Oh, why are you following this person? Bullshit. I'm like I, I'm fucking over it. Just and. Um. I hear, I hear that. <laughs> it's like, I, I tell people all the time, ready? You're either gonna hate me, or you're gonna love me. And if you hate me, at least give me the reasoning why you hate me. If the reasons <laughs> sound and it makes sense and it's something I can't change, cool. Go ahead, hate me. You're like, like if you're gonna be like Jamal, I hate you because you're black. I'm gonna be like, well, I can't change that. Sorry, get fucked. You know, like, <laughs> like, like, cool. If you want to be angry at me for something like stupid like that, then go ahead. If you want to be angry at me because of something I said or something that I did, cool. Be like, hey, I'm angry because you said this. Yeah. Or you did this. And if it's something I can change or something that I should change, I'm going to try to. I'm gonna sit and do what I always do. When I feel like I did something wrong or said something wrong. There's three. There's a couple of people that I always check with to ants if my thoughts and what I did made sense. Yeah. And 
I always check with them. They don't always agree with me. Sometimes they're like, no, you were wrong. And I'll sit and I'll pay attention and I'll be like, yeah, I should probably apologize. I get what you're saying. And yeah. people don't, people don't, don't, like, they don't have checks and balances sometimes, you know? Uh, yeah. Maybe, maybe it's just their ego, you know? But it happens. I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. know. All I know is I'm going to do rude things to you tomorrow on ADH. Um, I mean, um, um, well, so this podcast, uh, as we're recording, this podcast won't come out until next Friday. Um, just the way I do my release schedule and all that. So who knows? Guys, next, when you see the next podcast after this one, the, um, (laughs) the next, he's, he's going to be like, but what happened was, no, I'm just kidding. He's probably going to kick my ass (laughs) and Pixie's probably going to kick both of our asses. Well, we'll see. It's. I, I try not to play my degenerate decks around Pixie because I, I I like doing magic for normies. I, I don't want to stop doing that podcast. I don't want her to hate me. But if you're saying you're going to do something degenerate, then I guess I got to bring out Grand Arbiter and just say, like, you yeah. cannot play magic at all. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know my only win con for that deck? Elixir of Immortality? <laughs> no, 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 no. Um... It's approach of the second sun, <laughs> and I've been it. That deck's a good deck. That's it's a, always been a good general, um, Grand Arbiter. I've built him in a way to where I allow no fun at all. Good. I like to not have fun. Or I could bring Chu Lane and just God, Chu Lane is so dumb. Chu Lane's such a busted, busted, busted card. It's like, hey, I have a Lurin and Intruder Alarm on a stick. It's that that I can't believe that that commander itself. It's just it's dumb, but I love it. <laughs> it's such a dumb commander. Um, my newest commander that I just recently built. Ooh, Nylia. Oh, so oh, so you got the new Nylia. That's gonna yeah, be. Yeah, it's, it's not even the old Nylia. It's the new Nylia. All right, so I'm gonna show you a commander, and I want you to guess to see how I built it. Okay. And it's not going to be a common way that it gets built. So can you That's see it? That's the five-color one, right? That's a, y- yeah. Is that Sisse? Yeah, Sisse Weatherlight Captain, the five-color one. So guess how I built that deck. And I, ha- I have never every, lost a game with it yet. Every every character in, the, in your magic deck is a female. No. That's a good idea, though. My friend, my friend has a, a Sisse deck where every... Um, magic card in the deck is a female or woman or you know I actually had a conversation with my wife about the term female because um, and we've always in Barbados we've always said female mm-hmm. and apparently it's um, insensitive to say female now so it is? apologies for saying female um, I will try to use the word women too, so I don't. Well, why, why is it insensitive? I've never heard this. I'm being uh, serious. I don't. No, no it's, I. I haven't. It's just something recent that's been a thing where um, um, women are not okay with the term female being used. I. I haven't uh, fully educated myself on it, okay. but I can. I gotta um, look that up because I. That's weird. So, uh, it's it's some words are, um. I, I can I can understand like it's male female so it's like uh, associating with male and I guess that's the part of you know but woman is the same thing it's wool man um, 
I don't know. But yeah, I'll have to look that up and I say anybody listening who knows more about it, maybe they can point out some stuff we could look up. But um so the car I just, try, I, I yes. just have always been I try to be uh sensitive towards words I use. Um I know um, I cut the R word out of my dictionary, and every once in a while, I'll still catch myself using it, but I try not to. Um, so, well, I guess I guess all, good thing you're not a car person. No, well, we're all human, you know. So, so the card that will spoil what my deck is about. Like I said, I've played this deck three or four times. I've not lost with it yet, um, and I've been enjoying the hell out of it. This card right here. Oh, whoops! Oh, that's right. You're on the other camera. Ugh. Sanctum of all. Ugh. Yes. It is shrine control. This got recently added to my Nylia deck. I'm kinda excited. Ooh, I haven't tested it yet. I love that art. Um really love that. I, I just picked up the uh the alternate art in our set from Ikoria, the comic book nice. art. I, I've been loving the comic book style. I hope they bring back that comic book style for more sets, because that's been my favorite alternate art in like forever it's been really good don't mind me i'm just sitting here shuffling shuffling nightly i know you're fine you're fine so uh that kind of scares me so is it completely mono green or this next is mono green here let's draw seven cards let's see what our hand looks like (laughs) because i just built a mono green deck and um i built i built grun the lonely king Grun, which one is that? He is the 5-5, five, five, uh, I think he's a giant ape king, or ape king or something. And oh, is that the one that fights when it comes into play? No, no, and you're thinking of Kolga. You're thinking, okay. So, so, so Grun the Lonely King, he's an uncommon commander. When he swings, you double the power and toughness of him, and he's got a kicker cost too to give him 5-1-1 five, one, five, one, one counters on it. So, so it's basically sort of like a Voltron slash giant beast deck. I do have Kolga in the deck. Which I love, Kolga. Um, Man, this deck, this deck needed shuffling. Oh no! Wanna how I know this deck needed shuffling? Yeah, bunch of lands. I know. I, I just do two no landers and like just like shuffling. Sounds about right. So, what are some cards you got in that deck? I can. T- I'll tell you the whole deck. Sure, sure. Let's uh, do. Let's do an impromptu deck tech right now. So, just so I can get, cry. Let's get the lands to the side. I'll name the cards. So we have a soul ring, Gross. obviously. We have Garrick the Wild Speaker, uh, Terastodon, End Range Forerunner, E Witness. Ooh, E Wit, okay. Finale of Devastation. We have Kadama's Reach, um, Stone Cedar, Hierophant. Are you familiar which, with that? Which card? ones that show that to the camera? So, whenever a land comes into play under your control, untap Stone Cedar, Hierophant. You can tap to untap target land, the four drop. Oh, oh shit! That's OG Ravnica right there. And um, Seaborn Muse, gross. Lanawar Elf, gross. Uh, Shamanic Revelations, grosser. Dryad of the uh, Elian Grove. That's a good one. Veil of Summer, because you know, gotta gotta resolve things. Gotta have a counter. Reap. Are you familiar with Reap? Um, probably. I can't think of it off the top of my head. So, it's one in the green. Return any number of target cards from your graveyard to your hand. You cannot choose more cards than the number of black permanents target opponent controls. But that, so that relies someone playing black then. Return any number oh, of target cards from your graveyard to your hand. 
you cannot choose more than the number of black permanents target opponent controls. You can't choose more than 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 they they control. So if no one controls any black, mm-hmm. you get to return any number. Yeah. Right. Oh shit. I'm pretty sure that's how that wording works. Hold on. So let, let me let me look that up again. So reap. Yep. Let me see if there's like an oracle text that um, oracle text. Oh my god, that's um strong or tempest tempest. Oh, okay. So the oracle text return up to X target cards from your graveyard to your hand, where X is the number of black permanents target opponent controls as you cast this spell. Yeah, so they they oracle that. Well, it's fine. It's still like most of the time you get one permanent back too. But still, I mean, for two mana, so. Okay, okay. I need, I need <laughs> to put this card in some green decks here because my buddy loves playing Sir Conrad, and I fucking hate that deck. So he'll have a shit ton of black permanents out. I'll just play that, and hey, I'm gonna return my entire graveyard back. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so this card needs to be banned, and I hope they don't ban it because I love it. What card is that? It's you know how we can't have Prime Titan. Yeah. But we can have this thing. Oh, Nyx Bloom? Yeah, this card is so busted. It's so dumb. I, I, I just, um, I took it out of my shrine deck because I felt it wasn't very useful for it. So he just showed a Nyx Bloom Ancient to the screen here. Then, uh, Nissa the World Waker is in the deck. Then we have... Oh, that's Gen- the M15 one, right? Yep. Okay. The... the, the, the where the minus seven sets your deck for all the basic lands and they become four fours. Got where you were the, playing standard back then. You remember when she was like 40, 50 bucks? Mm-hmm. And now she's, she's like, still, what, four bucks now or something she's like still that? still very good. The plus oh, yeah. untapped four target target force, especially when you have Nyx Bloom and your lands tapped for three. Oh, God. Oh, gross. Get out of here. <laughs> That's disgusting. Genesis Wave. And then we have Nyssa, uh, who shakes the world. When you have that plus. Yeah. Oh. God. Then we, ha- we have Wayward uh, Sword 2. Then we have Lanaward Twibe. We're playing One Kalaga, the Titanate. I like that one. Vizier of the Menagerie. Oh, oh, that's the one from Amonkhet. Like, yep, a search for a card. card. Yeah, oh, you may look at the top card. That's right. Yep, you may cast it from the top of your library if it's a creature. Yeah. Then we're playing uh, Sylvan Carroted, Ronus. Um. Scavenging oh, news. Wait, which Ronus are you playing? The uh, the Indomitable. Okay, okay. Because when you know when you have like a hundred and fifty mana, you gotta put it somewhere. Yeah, pretty much. Oh God. <laughs> Savala, the harder heart of the wilds. No, no. Why? Because <laughs> you know. So you really want to get hated out of the game? <laughs> the deck makes a lot of mana. Then All right. Green, green Sun, Azusa Lost But Seeking, Ugh. then Bird of Paradise. This is actually my favorite uh, Commander Green card, and it's an uncommon. Which one? Uh, Kenrich Transformation. Wait, what is that? Is that what does that do again? It turns into an elk. Oh, it does it turn, what, just a creature? Yep, into an elk, and you draw a card. Oh, but so it turns someone's commander. With- yeah, instead of killing the commander, it just stays on the board as a 3-3. It's not bad. It's not bad. Yeah. Or, or you could do the Song of the Dryad, too, on their commander. But it's two mana, and you get the draw card. Ooh, the draw card part. Nice. Ooh, I forgot about that. 
That came out. Uh, that was Throne of Eldraine, right? Throne of Eldraine. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Beast Whisperer. Wall of Blossom. Nice. Concordant Crossroads. Which one was that again? Concordant, Concordant Crossroads. Crossroads. It's one in the green, and it pretty much gives all the creatures in play uh, haste. All creatures have haste. It's a global effect. No. Uh, oh, 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 okay, I know that card. Is That's an older card, isn't it? Yep. Is that from Legends or something? It's originally from Legends, but I had the Chronicles Chronicles version. one. And, you know, <coughs> you don't need to pay that, you know, extra money for the... Yeah, this one's like 40 bucks as it is. Yeah. So God knows what the other one is. Then we have Crop Rotation. Nice. Then we have everyone's favorite legendary. Oh, God. No, not Vorniclex. No. <laughs> All right. So tomorrow we got to take JD out first thing. I will play this then. <laughs> I, 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 could, I could play Urza. So we got to take JD out for <laughs> first. <laughs> what if I just sit there and doodle? Nah, bring it. I ain't scared. <laughs> Dude, that's what I love about EDH. It's I, I I talk a lot of shit, you know, like oh my god, we could, but I honestly don't care. It's it's having a fun time, right? Yeah, it's... I I enjoy finding convoluted like degenerate things to do, and it's so funny how this that came to be because I was just like, um. Let's build some green cards that make a bunch of mana. And Next Moon Ancient is not a fair and balanced card. It's really not, and it's so easy to get out too. And it's once it's out, it's just ridiculous. You have to kill it immediately. Yeah. Or else things it, it, are just it, gonna get out of control. I, I've told everyone if you untap with that card, the game normally ends. And most decks that use it, yeah. if, if it like there's, there's just nothing good that comes from that much mana. Oh, gosh. Especially when my general says, pay three mana, you know, look at the top of your deck. If it's a creature, put it in your hand. Gross. Do you have to reveal the card with the general? Yes. Okay. Says, um, reveal the top card of your library. If it's a creature card, put it into your oh, hand. Okay. Otherwise, okay. you may put it into your graveyard. Creature spells cost one less. Yeah, gross. And then I, I just saw Ugin there, too. U Ugin, so my favorite deck that plays Ugin is Moldratha. I love, um, uh, n I love Nagin Ugin, L Nagin Ugin, like, board wiping, let him die, then just bring him back out onto the battlefield over and over and over again. Loop, loop Ugin? Yes, an Ugin loop. Nope. That no, happened on stream one time, and it was disgusting. I died, I, I, but... My, my favorite thing that I've done with Ugin lately has been in Standard, where I'm like, play Ugin off of Nessa, uh, spark double my Ugin, plus one with one, plus one with none. Next turn, you, you get the ultimate one of the Ugins. No. Mm. Oh, God. You gotta send me that deck list just so I can play it and then hate myself. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was that... playing earlier. Like, I started the day at, like, Diamond 4, and now... I didn't get to play much, but I think I've lost one one game on the day. Oh, God, that sounds and, disgusting. And we're at Diamond Tier 2. And, like, if I win this next match, we're at Diamond 1. And, like, ugh. I'm like, I'm like, you know when you're like, oh, we can make Mythic again. And you're just like, or we could not. <laughs> I've, I've never made Mythic. Um, oh, we got we to gotta change that, Zuby. I we got to change that. I don't want to. I, I don't. I, 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 I know the feeling. 
It's like, I okay, I know I could make Mythic, right? My problem is I get too bored grinding the ladder. Like, one month I grinded up to Platinum, and once I got to Platinum, I started grinding some more to try to get what's above that diamond. Mm-hmm. And um, then I'm like, no, I'm, I'm too bored of this. This is, it's boring. So do you know why you're getting bored? Why? Because you're, you're getting serious and playing, trying to play the competitive decks. You got to just have fun, bro. It, 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 you know, you're right. Because I used to, I used to try to do that competitive circuit, do like IQs, SCG events, and, mm-hmm. you know, PPTQs and all that. And it, it sort of brings me back to, I started hating magic back then because I got too competitive with it. Yeah. People, people tend to always tell me my deck suck. And then, like, I laugh because I'll see, like, a month later, like, some variant of my deck won, won an event. We were playing Mono White on a release, and people were like, that deck's not, how, that deck can't be that good. Like, why don't you play something real? Red, wins the Red Bull Championship. Oh, it did? Variant. Yeah. I'm just oh, like, wow. So that's the thing. Like, just play what you want and what you enjoy and tune it. That's the best advice I can give you. Like, any, like, we say in chat, you know how Ratatouille says, any, anybody can cook? Yeah. Anyone can play a deck. You just have Pretty to play much. well. Yeah. yeah my, my problem is right now, I just don't care to play competitively. Because it, it, it's more of a uh, a mindset for me. I don't I don't care about grinding the ranks and ladders, so I'll just do the play queue when I do play. I don't blame you. It's, you know um, what the, I've, the got, most- I've got too long of a history of being competitive, because I used to do martial arts back in the day. I used to do a lot of fighting. Everybody and, was kung fu fighting. Dun, 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 dude, dun, I, I was seriously into it. Um, Zuby's fist was fast. That was right. <laughs> not not anymore. I'm fucking out of shape as shit right now. And this 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 podcast is brought to you by Dad Bod. Dad Bod. <laughs> Dad Bod. I've I've got that Thor Bod. You know, I got that, that 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 End Game Thor Bod. I, I definitely have a Dad Bod. Yeah. I love. Him. Yeah, and I was starting to go back to the gym back in May, and then when the coat because the COVID cases back in Florida weren't spiking that high back in May, it was actually pretty low. And then what was it, end of May, early June, shit just started getting out of control, and it's like, nope, I'm I'm not going back to the gym now. So I've been in the gym in like almost two months, and I'm going crazy. And people say, oh, just work out at home. I'm like, no. It's it's hard to be motivated, especially if you have other other um, responsibilities at home. Yeah, it's like I I could go work on my podcast stuff. I could go play games. I could stream. I could, you know, I don't know, do other stuff. Just sleep. Yeah. Nah, nobody has time for that. No, probably not. But um, <laughs> so where you know to wrap things up here, um. You know, so you've been playing Magic since '96. Um, have you ever made the Pro Tour or anything? You ever get no, ever gotten that so high? I've had like so. There was one year a long time ago where I finished. I started about 12 GP 60 and did not make day two. What? That's when it was uh you know the record you needed to be was uh, X two. They yeah. just changed it recently. And I just would went lose my last three con, 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 uh, consecutively every time. The the highest um, magic achievement I have, I would say, I made top eight of. You know how they used to do the 
at the GPs, there was the the second event where you could play to make it to Wizards to be part of the. Um, oh, um, I forgot what the tournament was called. I know what you're talking about. I can't think of the name though. But I, I top aided one of those. Um, like I have a couple like like top sixteens and whatnot at, at opens and whatnot. But all around, haven't played on the Pro Tour yet. I it was a it was a goal of mine, but then I kind of just kind of like. So, here's my thing. I can play the game. I think I can play the game very well. But that whole luck factor thing, not a lucky person. So, <laughs> you know, you have yeah, to have, I, I know have, to have skill and luck. And you can have all the skill in the world. But if you're an unlucky person, you're an unlucky person. Like if you so, get if you get teamed or matched up with the wor- your worst matchups for whatever format, then you're just, doesn't matter how good you are sometimes. Put it this way. Put it this way. Say I'm gonna win it in for to probably make a pro tour. My internet would probably go out. That that that's that's the we call it JD luck in my house. <laughs> I I, I kind of know what you mean. I kind of know what you mean. It's um, I mean I've won a few F and M's back in my day. I've got first Ooh. place some standard and modern and draft F and M's. I a pretty big, big you know big stuff here. Ah oh, swag. And I'll never forget my one, um, was it the one time I got first place in FNM? I got the the guy I played up against so mad at me because I was playing um, Gruul Ramp during Battle for Zendikar, I think, or Oath of the Gatewatch. And um, I got I managed to pull off a turn for Ulamog, the Ceaseless Hunger, in our, in our second game to win of it. He got so mad, he threw his deck out, and I'm just, I laughed. Just, just ruining friendships. <laughs> uh, he, 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 he was one of those guys that no one at the store liked or anything. So it was not, not really a friendship to be ever had. Oh, well, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Maybe that person has changed. You know, who knows? Who knows? But um, all right, man. Well, I want to thank you for coming on. Um, I really enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. Um, so where can people find you? Should they want to reach out, follow you, and all that? I'll be in your closet. Just turn on the light three times, turn around, and do the hokey pokey, and I'll appear. Now, you can find me on twitch.tv. Uh, uh, I think my handle is my name, J-D-G-R-E-E-N-I-D-G-E. So, J.D. Greenwich, or at the Black Splash on Twitter. Um, you can, or you'll just find me floating around. If you're in the streamer's chat, you might see me pop up. I watch a lot of, a lot of streams, and I try my best <laughs> to support a lot of streamers. So. Yeah. Oh, well, awesome. Well, I look forward to our EDH match uh, tomorrow. Uh, Likewise. I will try to, maybe on the next podcast episode, I'll try to report what happened and as JD kicked our butts. Uh, uh, as JD dies first, because everyone Armageddon him like 12 times. I, 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 like I said, you got to watch out for Pixie. She's the one where she'll be so unsuspecting. She'll be like... Yeah, she's gonna th- She'll be like, oh, my deck's so bad. And then, boom, alpha strike you and just kill you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Zuby, I want to say thank you very much for having me on. It was a blast. I know. Thank you. you. Oh, no. Thank you. And um, have a good day, okay? Uh, I will try. I'm going to go put the little six-year-old in the bath. He came out. He's like, Dad, can you run a bath for me? And I was like, 10 minutes. (laughs) And I think that was about 10 minutes because he was about to come back out and be like, Daddy, my bath. Oh well, I hope enjoy that. Enjoy it at that age because once they get older, it's um, 
yeah I, like I, said, I don't know what it's like raising sons but with raising daughters it's it's lovely it's great but then there's some days just I'm I'm the only male in the house, and it's, I need uh, somebody help. <laughs> just like Beatles songs playing in your background. In the sometimes, air. sometimes, but no. Thank you again for coming on. All right. Thank you for having me. Have a great night. You too. Thank you again for listening to the show, and thank you again, JD, for coming on. Had a great time talking with you, and hope we get to do it again. And thank you all for watching and listening, and hope you all really enjoyed it. And yeah, that's all I've really got to say. Uh, thanks everybody, and have a good one.